This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I turn to Tony, Hale, and uh, I say, see at the bottom. And uh, I jump in the upside down turtle shell uh, and I just shred it up. Uh, and uh, he, he, he paid up. He had to. The bet was that I couldn't snowboard down a mountain in an upside-down turtle shell. Hey! hey! Welcome hey. to Hollywood Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names of the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. What, um, what do we want to do today? You didn't snowboard. No, it is still snowboarding. Because it's a turtle shell. No, snowboarding. The board is a, is a no, product. No, it's the stance. It's, snowboarding is the stance. Well, it's, why are you it, not skiing? It, it refers to the stance because I wasn't using two turtle shells. Wait, look, I hate Tony Hale as much as anybody else. It, it's not about whether the or not guy's you a hate real Tony. weasel. So I'm glad to see some money hop out of his pocket into yours. But so a what board would you like me to say? What would you like me to say instead of saying snowboard using a turtle shell? Just say shred the mountain. Shred the, shred the mountain, mountain using a turtle shell. I shred the mountain, yeah. Well, people wouldn't know, like, if I, like, shred the mountain. H- how do people visualize that? You say, I'm going to shred the mountain on the turtle shell. But what are people picturing? If I say that I'm snowboarding using hey, a turtle shell, and I'm clearly, <laughs> shut up for a second, shut up. If I say I'm snowboarding using a turtle shell, I'm clearly saying that I, I'm substituting the snowboard. Hey, you don't Just let me ever finish. say shut up to me. I just, I, yeah, okay, I apologize. Okay, finish. I apologize. Go ahead. I apologize for saying shut up. I was angry. When I say that I w- snowboard using a turtle shell, I'm clearly showing that I'm substituting a snowboard for a turtle shell. And that, that gives people a mental image. If that's you angry, shell. I don't like you angry. And I, and I am letting you finish and go ahead and finish. But I don't I like am, that side of you. I am finished. I don't like it either. I'm not I'm, – listen. Oh, it's I my wish, fault then? I wish I hadn't said that. It's my that. fault? Sean, I wish I hadn't said that. I would do anything – to take that back, okay? I believe you. I apologize for that, yeah. but you have to understand how frustrating it is when you call me out on things like that. No, I know, and it's not part of the show, and it won't be, and we'll cut this, but it's not part of the show. I know but it's not part of the show. I'm saying for you to protect you, that's all I care about. If you make a bet like that, if you're going to go back to the mountain next weekend, which you said you are, and you're going to make another bet and and ride the turtle shell and shred the mountain on but it. But here's how I'd like you, you to do it. you say snowboard. Here's how I'd like could, you to do it. You could contractually. I understand that. I would prefer that next time, instead of you saying the way you did that was wrong, yeah. say another way for me to say it. Right, I hear that. Contribute, that's a, that's, contribute something instead of just yes. Naysaying. I could be, I could be gentler with it, and I know that I can be kind of a know-it-all sometimes. So you would like me to say in the future, I shredded the mountain with the turtle shell. No, you don't. If you say it like that, of course. No, it's. Not, I mean, do whatever you. I'm saying in order to protect you. No, no, you, no, 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 want, no! Don't say do no. whatever you want. That's obviously not how you feel. Now you, now you're raising your voice again. I just want, I just want you to be able to hear me. Okay. 
How, how would you like me to say it next time? I'm, if you, if you are comfortable with doing it this way, mm-hmm. if you just want to say snowboard, just say snowboard. And if okay. and, and don't that sounds tell like, me yeah. when someone doesn't pay up. Okay, because. It's not a board, and a board is flat. That sounds like and a, a shell is curved. That sounds like an apology that doesn't use the word sorry, which were those were if that's what you want to do. Things that we were you trying do, to avoid. I let you now. I let you finish when we now. I let you okay. finish when you were saying your thing. Okay, and so you're gonna listen to me. Okay. Okay. You're, so you're so you're gonna listen to me. Do you remember what we said about apologies that don't use the word sorry? They're when we not, apologize, yeah, they're, they're not they're, they're, they're not apologies. They're not good apologies, yeah. Let's both good. say, I'm sorry. I'm saying that now. I'm sorry for telling you to shut up earlier. I'm sorry for raising my voice a little bit ago. Thank you. I'm so, I'm sorry if it felt to you Okay. Like I was interrupting you. And this is another thing we've talked about. You're apologizing. Well, you you I know said about sorry. that. You said if I, I said you sorry. said if you if I was offended is basically what you're saying. And that puts it on me. If it felt to you like I was interrupting you, I didn't well, it think did. that I was. Well, okay. it did. And the, the okay, if, I don't want you to feel that we, way. We don't do ifs. We don't do if sorries. Mm-hmm. Remember what we said about if yeah. sorries? They're not good sorries. They're not good sorries. Yeah. Okay, so uh, okay, so I fucked up. Okay, so I'm, you know, I'm the uh, POS. Thank you. P- I'm the. F- I'm okay. So I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and I am looking out for your best interest. Thank you. And I want you to be happy and to make all the money on the turtle shells that you can. And so, and a- I know, Sean. I know that's why you do these things. The the the, the your motives are never in question with me. I know you do it because you care about me. And yeah. that's the same reason that I get so upset. Uh, if, well, I'm if passionate. We're passionate yes. people. I'm so, And I interrupted you again. I'm, go ahead. Go go ahead. No, I was done. I'm t- I was done. Okay. Well, me too. So let's do a short segment now because we don't, you know, I've got tea time and. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hi. What up? What up? Um, no. Okay. Let's, let's no. clear it. Yes. Let's okay. clear it out. Hey! Hey! Welcome to Hollywood what Handbook, up, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. My name is Ace Davenport. I'm here with Sean Clements. We are in the movies. Uh, we talk about the movies. We make them, we do them, and they love us, and we yes. love them right back. Yeah. What an experience to have movies. Everyone's talking about the Critics' Choice Awards. We watched them. You know, it's a good show. It's one of the the showmanship. It's probably of those the awards. single best spectacle in Hollywood, in terms of just pure entertainment. Yes, and people have known this for a long time. You can't beat the Critics' Choice Awards. Mm-hmm. It's appointment viewing, and even for you know, when you're in show business for a long time, you can sort of get jaded. And when you need to learn a lesson about the the, the magic of cinema again, uh, you tune into the Critics. You Choice return Awards. to the TCAs. Yes, Wait. but 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 but. We watch the Critics' Choice Awards, and we say, well, it's so nice that the critics are putting this on for us. Mm-hmm. But we say, what about an awards show that's for the critics? What about yes. uh, what about a ch- critics who are themselves choice? The unsung heroes mm-hmm. is there is bad critics mm-hmm. and critics that are 
So choice. So choice. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to do a segment that we call the Choice Critics. Critics' Choice Awards. So this is like a Critics' Choice Awards for, for, for the most choice. The most choice critics. Critics. Who are really just doing an excellent job. Mm-hmm. Now, this year they happen to have all said complimentary things about Hayes Different and I's things work. that we've done. Yes, exactly. And that's not always the case, I think. Um, but it certainly didn't hurt that they different recognized. Things are, different things are choice in different years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I find so often that when a critic is saying something negative about work that Hayes and I have done, that they are stupid fucking idiots mm-hmm. and that they really truly just didn't get it and were – they were not evolved enough of people mm-hmm. and their thick heads wouldn't let anything smart in their brain. They would become close-minded. Yes. They, they're truly close-minded and for all intensive purposes, they are a caveman. So <laughs> – Let's I'd just like, get to the awards. Yeah, I, I like to give a Choice Critics Award to uh, a man who I think is one of the choicest critics out there. Uh, Rex Reed uh, wrote a review of Fool's Gold, this uh, the movie I wrote and directed uh, several years ago. It was a mm. treasure hunting movie with uh, Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. And if you do want to rent that movie or watch it on some sort of streaming device um, – mm. Please say goodbye to your butt first because mm-hmm. you will be laughing it off. I appreciate, first of all, so many critics do movies that are just like coming out right now. Like that's in the theaters already. I already know about it. I'm they're, already on my way. There are commercials for it saying that it's good. I already been invited. The the foresight to go back and look at a, a, a movie from a long time ago and to say that that movie is smart and that that movie uh, has like good colors in it. Like that's what he was saying all through the review that he loved the colors, and he said that when they found the gold at the end, it made him feel so good, and he was so happy for them. Uh, and the gold was so shiny that it jumped right off the screen, and like the the his description of the shininess, and he was, felt rich. And mm-hmm. I've read this review a few times, but he felt rich. It made him feel that it. he was, and rich he doesn't too. make that much money, but, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, that's a nice feeling for him. He, he said doesn't it, have and, what we have. And he loves a movie that makes you want gold. I actually love that you gave that award, and I think it's great. But mm-hmm. I actually am giving maybe probably a braver award, no. and it is going to. Not a man critic. Oh. And it is Lisa Schwarzenbaum yes. at EW, mm-hmm. Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. And she did a review also for a movie that we were involved in that also was a few years old. Yeah. Uh, it's a little movie that you've probably heard of called American Wedding. It's the third installment in the American Pie series. Mm-hmm. Third and best. And yeah. Lisa recognized that. She was saying that. It was so nice to see where these characters had gone. We Mm -hmm. fell in love with them as teens, and they were horny teens. And that too many movies make you feel like horniness is a teenage phase, but we kept them horny all the way up through their wedding. And isn't that a nice message Mm -hmm. that you don't have to stop being horny? And Hayes and And, I never have. And she said something in that review – uh, that I really put was sort of the message we were trying to get across, mm. which is ladies can be horny too. Yes, that women can have a 
horny experience and that that's okay and they can vocalize it mm-hmm. to a man who they're close with or mm-hmm. to a woman or to their dad or to a scientist. Mm-hmm. The sensation of wanting to shove something up there was not something that she this is these are her words or not things that something that she had seen communicated so eloquently in movies before. Yeah, and to pull it back out and shove it in again. Mm-hmm. And I think that we tackled the horniness of a woman in mm-hmm. a way that maybe she hadn't seen a woman do. Mm-hmm. Um and it may made it made it okay. And uh, her description, just as a writer, she's a professional writer, but her description of her becoming extremely horny watching yes, the movie for us, was so yes. vivid and for the creators of the movie. To be horny for the writers, directors, and to say, of, you know, that we really get it that, of course, it's not the same as horniness for a man because the women don't know what's happening to her body when it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and that she had never seen it captured. And her words was... God, I got so fucking horny for those two studs who must have written it. And Mm. I was, you know, getting horny reading the review, and I relieved myself with masturbation at the end of it, Mm -hmm. Um, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And one last award uh, to the the choicest of critics, A.O. Scott. So choice mm. of the New York Times, uh, who went back to review all hail the king. Who went back to review our movie Evolution, and I, I and uh, what I appreciate about that review that a lot of people hadn't noticed before uh, was our decision to uh, cast a guy named Orlando Jones and make him the first black man in a movie because before that. It was only white people in movies. And the thing that A.O. gets because Mm -hmm. he does really understand movies Mm -hmm. is that there was a layer on it where, yes, the movie's called Evolution, Mm -hmm. but also Mm -hmm. it's an evolution of Hollywood into Mm -hmm. being evolved enough to let a black man be in the movie and have an alien sort of crawling up the inside his skin, inside his leg, like it might bite his dick. Mm-hmm. You know, like in We're the Millers or something. They but wanted of us. course, they stole that bit from us. They that w- he's doing that and making a big bug-eyed face like he's scared, you yes, know? they wanted and, us to cast Dennis Franz for that. And it just didn't, you know, we And a we big knew. fight. And we wound up having yes. to finance it independently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was also the first indie film, which A.O. gave us a lot of credit for. Yes. Um, it was us, you know, Cassavetes and... Um, Kevin Smith. Yes, Smith. I was Jarmash came later. Yes. But I yes, Smith. And so AO really talked about the global idea of evolution. Mhm. That you know, humans had evolved into a couple different colors. Yes. And that and that's okay and like people say for a while, uh, well, the cameras are black and well, maybe like that's not enough. You know, that's not enough. Maybe some of the people can be black also. Yes, and I think they were concerned that black people wouldn't show up on the black cameras. Well, someone had to try it, mm-hmm. and there was a risk involved in that. It, 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 we would have lost a lot of money. Yeah, and we did. If it turned out they didn't show up, and what money. a relief when we showed up in the theater and it was uh, he was up there. You could see him. So, 
Hey ho, AO. Mm-hmm. This Choice Critics Critics Choice Award goes to you. So, so that was the 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 Choice Critics Critics Choice Award. Oh, and Kevin McFarlane at AV Club. Love him. We have a great guest today. Sean O'Connor is here. He's a stand-up comedian. Uh, he has a new album out called James Dean Type. He comes to have a really, really, really great conversation with uh, with with Sean and I on this podcast, Hollywood Handbook. Whoa. So, Darren Aronofsky yeah. is like, I think the frame should be dirty, you know? Like, let's get, like, he's doing his director thing. Mm-hmm. And I go, that's a great note, Darren. And P.S., you're out of my fucking biography. It's like, watch your step, you know? That's a real consequence people can have. You were going to write about him. He was going to have a chapter, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey! hey! Welcome, Welcome to Hollywood, to Hollywood, Hollywood Handbook, Handbook, an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet lineback hallways of this industry we call showbiz. Very exciting guest joining us today. It's a red carpet lined industry, or something like that, isn't it? Red carpet lined? No, the hallways are lined with carpet. I'm so sleepy, Hayes. What up, what up, everybody? You thought this whole time that it was the red carpet lined industry? I don't I don't know what I thought. Do you know I haven't been getting any sleep? Why not? My neighbor's building a water park in his backyard. Sean O'Connor is here. He's a really <laughs> he's a really exciting guest for us. Uh, Sean, thank you so much for coming on the show. I am thrilled to be here. We first caught on to you uh, watching. We like to scout for like the young guys who were like sort of who are coming up, who are really doing at a high level, and like the I, the, I like the to hungry say ones, the hungry. I ones. like to say that I've got my ear to the ground mm-hmm. and I'm laughing mm-hmm. at what you're hearing. Yes, <laughs> because because I'm Indian. listening to some very funny, you know, up and coming hot comics, and it's Indian heritage. Yes, I do. Yes, I am one eighth uh, Navajo, and and I, so because of that, I do actually listen. You to You can the actually earth. hear stuff the way we would lo- list, put our ear there, and just it just gets dirty. I thought you meant other Indian. I am sorry. No, no, that's a dance that they do when they put their ear to the ground. In that's the ear what that the is. They're just it's it's part of it. They're dance. trying to trick a snake or something. <laughs> now, um, so it, we to, yes. when we scout. One of our biggest talent pools is, of course, At Midnight. I love At Midnight. I love of course it. you do. It <laughs> made you. It did. I'm a star. You went on, yes. you went on At Midnight. We were watching you, uh, rooting for you so hard. Oh, thank you. And you ended up, uh, you, went, you won the show. I won. I did win. I won. I beat Julian McCullough and Annie Letterman. It was great. And what a crushing defeat it was. And uh, to beat a woman, too, must have mm-hmm. really felt good for you. Mm-hmm. I did. She was just so dirty. That's not what I like yeah. in comedy. No. And they've been starting to do that. Some of them are doing some jokes yes. that are very blue. And we don't work in that area. No. Okay. Because I don't want to curse today. It's for attention. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mm-hmm. won. It's just to make us think about it. There know? were. I mean, it's very hard to shock me with a word. Mm-hmm. What I can th- only think of a dozen off the top of my head. <laughs> so mm-hmm. basically, you know, you really can't and do it. And think of me. how many words that don't shock you. Oh, gosh. I can think of, you know, dozens and dozens. 
<laughs> so in that way, I don't like that humor. But when you won, you went and put it in your Twitter bio. Hey, do you have that available? Uh, it's I, been taken down recently. I took it down, but I felt like I was just like throwing too, it in people's face. Too much. Yes. Yeah. Too much attention. Your well, Twitter bio still does begin, I am 29. What happens when you turn... Say thirty. Oh, I I think I'm gonna change it. Although you never I- see I'm thirty anything in those bios, but you see a lot of twenties. Yeah, I think it's because you're so proud of being in your twenties. Once you hit thirty, ugh, mm-hmm. it is all downhill from there. I remember that being difficult. How old are you? Oh, you know, a a lady never tells. Uh, But uh, Hayes and I have uh, seen our fair share of sunrises, let's say. We've seen presidents come and go. Mm -hmm. Oh, like George W. Bush? A lot more presidents. Mm -hmm. More than just the one you named. (laughs) He's the only president to me. Now, what's it like being a winner? It is great. It is, uh, well, as soon as you get there. They, yes, walk us through. Are you scared? Oh, well, yes. Yeah, I'm terrified. I do not like cameras. But as soon as I came in... You they, think they're going to steal your... <laughs> my soul. Yes. <laughs> I'm an aborigine. Uh, that's who thinks that. Mm-hmm. I'm one-eighth aborigine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you go in. You, they give you a car service, which immediately I'm like, cha-ching. I go in... They give you a T-shirt with the at midnight sy- symbol yeah. and cookies. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, all right, here's all my jokes. And they're like, those are all fantastic. You're probably going to win. You mm-hmm. play the game. You win. Then they take the other two people's shirts away. Wow. wow. In front of you. like what They're like, would you like to watch this? undressing, Yes. Oh, my. And they don't have anything on underneath, do they? No. And they actually make them remove their pants and put a spotlight on. Then they bring them out into the crowd, and uh, they just start throwing things at them. Mm. And then they're like, would you like to partake in this? And then you're like, of course. Yeah, you're Mm. there. And then Chris Hardwick is just chanting for you to do it. Which one is, which guy is he? He's uh, the nerd. Oh, Oh, yes. 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 Boy, can we relate. You guys don't seem like nerds at all. We've heard that. We this we've we have heard gotten, that. We've gotten that. I wish you could have seen me in middle school. Reading science books. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And just watching Japanese cartoons? That's nerdy. I yes. agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. But now you guys are cool. Well, nerds is cool. Yeah, but I saw what you guys drive. Oh, I don't. I could give a fuck about status. I hate it when people bring up my car. It's such a. I don't cool care car. about status. It's for functionality. It's, I guess it's it gets me from here to there. It's about functionality. Yeah, that's for me. Is just the only reason I have a really fast car is because I run late a lot. I'm just mm-hmm. really disorganized, and my snooze button is goes for too long. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to reset it. Mm-hmm. And the red wheels, it's easy to find at a parking lot. Yeah, that's very helpful. I've never seen red wheels. I liked those. Oh, yeah. It's um, like Lobotons. They're stupid, yeah. (laughs) Red bottoms. Yeah, I think my car's kind of a Samantha. Um, You do stand up all over the countries and states. Now, is different states different from each other? Yeah, I find that 
to be true. Mm-hmm. Um, I find Providence, Rhode Island, mm-hmm. Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Sure. Mm. Those states, similar. Sure. But then you go to New York. There's nowhere like New York. We love New York. Speak on that. Oh, well, I mean, like, it's just like the general vibe. Like, have you ever been to Greenpoint, Brooklyn? Mm, not when it was called that. They have the wettest pizza there. <laughs> they do have wet pizza there. It's I, soaking wet. I, I was recently in Reno, Nevada, and I will say the wettest buffet I've ever, I've ever eaten wow. at. Everything mm. was sopping wow. wet. That's culture. It is culture. How do you uh, how do you show if you're doing a show in like uh, certain parts of Pennsylvania or like uh, Ohio or like a flyover state like in Arizona like that? How do you show to the audience that they missed a joke that you told that because they didn't laugh? It was because they didn't understand it. Is there like a hand signal you use to um, show that they didn't get it? I do. Basically, word for word, Carlos Mencia's. I just do that over and over. I'm word, like, basically, word for word. Basically, I go a dur, a dur, dur. Oh, yes. he does dur da dum dum, and I go dur dur dur. Mm. It's that little. It's that little change, like mm-hmm. Vanilla Ice. Yes, that's what keeps you out of legal hot water. <laughs> with, yes, with Carlos Mencia. Mm-hmm. That's how you're supposed to say it. Is Carlos a friend? Not anymore because I feel like his social status has dropped off a lot. Yeah. Mm. I'm like kind of hanging out now with Kevin Hart and Diablo yes. Cody. Mm, yes. I see those two around. Are Ke- they a thing? <laughs> they are. I mean, I can't say they are. Mm. I'm waiting for Crazy Days and Nights to confirm it. Ooh. Have you guys thought about going on at midnight? Uh- We Scott did it. Scott Anchorman, our boss. Mm. Yeah, uh, and he was coming back, and he I'm was a collaborator. Like, uh, well, in like the fictional Earwolf, like in the comedy Bang Bang universe. Yes, 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 yes. The the Bangiverse. Yeah. Uh, he he came back, and he said it was so fun. I had such a great time. Mm. I love the T-shirt and. But you know, he I won, got, right? I have a lot of t-shirts, Sean. You could always use more t-shirts. And this one has the at midnight symbol, which is an at sign. Is it just the at? It's just the at. So mm-hmm. like people are like walking when you walk by them, they're like, there's a millennial. I'm usually asleep. Mm-hmm. Are you usually asleep? Mm-hmm. During at midnight or mm-hmm. <laughs> during the day? No, during the time that the show is. Oh, midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And during the day. Mm-hmm. My kids run me around. Yeah, I am usually asleep. But do you have kids? A great guess, deal, yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like I should have listened to this podcast. Oh, no, don't trouble yourself. It's not for you, you know? It's really mm-hmm. who it's for. Yeah. Is it's for the people who haven't won at midnight, who don't have a taste of that success. Oh, like Annie Letterman, Julian McCullough. Mm, yes. Great example. The Julian was a friend of yours. <laughs> he was a friend of mine, but when I saw him humiliated on national television, I can't be friends with him anymore. Mm. Let's be to be honest, Sean, to be honest. I just to be honest right now. Me? Please be honest. Uh, uh I do worry that going on with my friend 
person I'm hosting a show with that I love, mm-hmm. there's a one winner on that show. I love you too. I never want you to say that and have to not hear it back. Do you hear what I'm saying? Like one person leaves at midnight a winner. I hear you mm-hmm. and I respect you. I'm here and I'm listening to you. And I, and I don't and I don't want to have that kind of competition either. And I wonder if the two of us could maybe team up against, against a, the third person. Yes, yeah, some oh. sort of third. Yes. Oh, like an Andrew T, like an Earwolf Knight. Okay, well, you said it, okay? Yes. But if we could somehow get that dastardly Andrew T on there with us, don't you think we could just really... I do think I'd be good at it. I am very good at knowing what tweets are real and which ones are not real. Uh, I'm good at watching part of a YouTube video and guessing what the rest of it's about. Oh, you would be great at this. These are, you know, skills that I have. He's good at that. I've won oh, just over 6,000 uh, New Yorker caption contests. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, that I think qualifies me for some of the stuff that they do on there. Mm-hmm. And I just love anything where I get points. I love pinball and uh, all that. Mm-hmm. I would worry about going on with Andrew T, though. He's kind of a racist watchdog. Yes, I would be concerned that some of my humor might well, you be don't labeled want, racist. You don't want his sights on you. <laughs> and so if you're not, you know, if there are points to be given out, you're going to want to give them to Andrew T, lest you fall under... His yes, you know, him being eliminated first could be regardless you could of the quality of the questions. Come could be, to be known as racist, yes, town, and it is a small town. The best way to deal with Andrew T is just to stay, stay, stay keep a wide way. Yes, <laughs> arms length and then some. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a nice guy. What happened with you and Julian? Uh, well, I went in at midnight, and yes. then and you then, see him anymore. Not really. He had a kid. I, is the last I heard. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, he's been how big? Uh, eight by six. Mm. That's how I say eight pounds, six ounces. Mm. Eight by six. Mm. Yes, I mean, yes, <laughs> points, points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw him scurry into a sewer the other day. Did you? Yes. Is, he, is that where he's living? Yes. I did. The last I heard, he did move. So it's a sewer. Yes. Ah. Uh, Poor guy. And his baby is living in, like, a detached toilet tank. No pram? No pram. It doesn't have a pram. No. I said it, because, I mean, we've fallen so out of touch, I don't know the And because, it, yes, it's gator, has gator-like features. <laughs> yeah. And it's a sad state. Yeah, you can't see, you can't be seen with him. Can I ask you, uh, did you do a comedy CD? Oh, yeah, I have a, I, my album came out. The last week. What's it called? James Dean type. Oh, because hmm. James Dean type what? Oh, I'm like a James Dean type rebel. I I, I riffed it on stage and it oh. bombed, and I thought it did well, so I did the album that. Then when I listened to it, it did not go over well. Oh. So I I kept it because I I think that's my whole thing is I don't care. Yes. Points. Yes, and to D and to to DGAF to truly <laughs> truly, yes, DGAF. truly DGAF. 
and to give to, to uh, give to to be able to say at the to look back at the end of your life and say zero fucks were yes. given. Yes, to truly DJ. And I know you're not comfortable with that language. <laughs> yes. oh, I like it. But that is the height to, of artistry. As, as you're fading away and you're looking back on everything you've accomplished to be able to say Sean FTW. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, what a dream. Is, yes, is is truly the greatest. Gift. Sean F word the world. Yes. Yes. And, and, yes. And, and I am curious because you did do the stand-up CD and it's a recording of a stand-up show. Oh, yeah, with all my jokes. One thing that Hayes and I love is when people dissect the anatomy of a joke. Now, we don't want to hear any jokes and don't ruin them. But what we'd love to hear is like, where are these ideas coming from and what are these ideas? Oh, I would yeah. love I just the very broad areas of a joke that you do and then to, and then take us in there. To me that's more interesting. Oh, I love dissecting jokes. So, mm-hmm. this is I feel like I'm Great. at home. What's a really mm-hmm. good one from your album for example that people could look forward to? I have a I have a joke about going to a Kesha concert and I went there with limited expectations and what I wow. found Yes. Well, don't don't, don't don't say what you found. Okay, change yeah, 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 my life. Okay, okay, okay. Change, yes, don't say yes, but don't say positively or negatively. You know what I mean? Now, what made you think about like use Kesha as a target for comedy? Because she's a singer. She's a singer, mm. and you know what? She's a serious singer. Yes, there's no goofies that she's saying. She's singing about yeah, she's death. She's not a comedy yeah. singer. No. She's yeah. not a comedy singer. She's not a weird owl. Mm-hmm. She's, no, she's not or a even sm- a president of the USA who did, I thought Lump yes. was, I had some laughs during that one. I had no, more. Smother's sister. If you, I had more laughs during Gump by mm-hmm. Weird Al. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, uh, you know, Weird Al, we've established that's a funny singer, but I think I could name funny singers too and that's okay. Yeah, no, you may. I'm just saying the presence of the United States of America. Okay, well, Peaches, that's another one that I thought was pretty funny. Like, and Bull Weevil actually has a it funny... It does seem you know, like if they were comedy singers, that Weird Al wouldn't do a comedy song. They're not even playing a hall guitar. It only has some of the strings. So if you actually know about presence of the USA, you can talk to me about it, and you don't. But I feel like it's kind of like gilding the lily if they're making a parody song. If he's making a parody song about an well, Take that up with Weird Al, you know? And I think he capitalized on what was a very popular movie that some of our friends made. Mm-hmm. And I think that he found the moment and took this song that had entered the mainstream despite being, I'll say it, Laugh out loud, funny. <laughs> anyway, Sean O'Connor, why do you like that joke that you tell? Oh, I, you know, I think it's just because, like, it's an extension of who I am as a person. Like, yeah. I'm someone who will go to a Kesha concert on a whim. Yes. And then what I'll, what I'll see maybe isn't for fodder, mm-hmm. but I make it for fodder. Yes, and why do other people like it? I really do not know why anyone likes that joke, mm-hmm. but it's constantly singled out as being my masterpiece. Your magnum opus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. You're painting with the sunflowers and the stars. Yeah, my my my. It, well, it, it did come during my blue period. Mm-hmm. 
I was trying to think of the guy with the guitar playing the guitar painting. I don't remember what it's called. Well, I'll tell you who played the guitar, and they played like three string ones and you know two string ones. He's president of the USA, fellows, and the, and the Peaches song. Just the idea to sing a whole song, just you know, about just eating the peaches. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's a little tongue in cheek. You have to admit, it's farcical. Yeah, I get. I, you know what. I guess I wasn't looking at them as being silly. So you're right. I'm sorry. Do you remember the Bull Weevil song that they did? Tell me about it. Well, it's like a, the Bull Weevil's this sort of character in it, you know, that they're singing to. And he and that's a bug. It's a farm bug. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're talking to the farm bug in the song? Sean O'Connor, tell me that's not funny. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of funny. I mean, it's not Bloodhound Gang funny, but mm-hmm. what is? Do you guys mm. are you familiar with the Bloodhound Gang? Mm, fun loving criminals. Yeah, is that mm. what? Do they have a song called that? No, I think that's another band. I get confused with them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, points. <laughs> tell tell us another joke, Sean. Oh, um, uh, I, I have an I have another joke about something that happened in high school. Okay. Yeah, and it uh, like it, what does it concern thematically? Um, I I think just like the lengths teenage boys would go to uh, impress a girl, mm. and oh. and how mm. incorrect their initial thought was. Yes, mm. on the journey, mm-hmm. we do have to learn a little bit about the female mind as we age. You seem to draw a lot from your own past and experiences. Is history or your own history funny? I think so. I think that's what what makes me me. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going for. Because I'm thinking of uh, Jerry Steinfeld and um, some other comics who I've seen who uh, do jokes not really about their self. Yeah, the observational jokes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I I can't do that. I don't know how mm-hmm. to do it. I don't know how mm-hmm. to. I don't. Feel... Would you try? <laughs> well, I, yeah. I mean, people uh, enjoy it a lot, and he's very successful. Oh, Jerry Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. Jerry Steinfeld is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like his show is like one of the most important television shows of all time. Getting cars, coffee, yeah. and yeah, you wear and you're coffee. wearing a Mets hat in um, homage. Yeah, because I love Jerry Steinfeld so mm-hmm. much. It, in fact, I, I shouldn't be saying this because I've never said this out loud, but I would like to be the most famous Mets fan. That's worth aspiring to. I know it's going to be tough. There's Jerry Steinfeld and mm-hmm. um, Kay James, mm-hmm. mm. but James yeah. Gandolfini's dead. So. He died, which. <laughs> Not too sad about. Yeah, that makes you number most three. famous living. Yeah, most li- yeah. famous living. Because if mm-hmm. we include dead people, well, what about all the Mets? They love the team. They do love the team, but you know, have you been watching them? They are not famous at all. They're the least famous baseball players I've ever seen. The one pitcher they have made me think of ice cream cones with his name. Oh, uh, David, speak on that, David. David Cone. Mm, speak on that. Speak on that. Speak on that. Oh well, yeah, David Cone used to play for the Mets. Uh, he uh, he was involved in a famous sexual harassment lawsuit. He pulled his penis out in the bullpen and showed it and waved it to a bunch of female fans. And that's the funny ways we go to the lengths we go. <laughs> that's, to yes, it's girl. just like it's, the high school stories. Yeah, you're telling. I mean, yeah. I feel like I am David Cone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I look at him as more of a Yankee. 
Is that, that yeah, is that a Hollywood movie? The Yankees? Just you being David Cohn. Or Me, wait, yeah, I think it could be. Mm-hmm. Like, just like a really fun David Cohn biopic. Yeah. Just take note, Scoop you, Troop. You've got the hat. I have the hat. Scoop Troop, take note, because sometimes you're having a fun conversation and you need to stop and say, isn't this a movie what we're talking about? Mm. And it is. It is. It so rarely is, but right now what we're talking about is. Mm. Cone, right? Just cone. Just call it cone. Or Coneheads. I like Coneheads. That's fun because then you could have like a, De- a Detroit Rock City story. Yes. About three guys who really want to see David Cone pitch. Mm-hmm. And Did- one of them touches glove and get his powers. Or He gets his powers. I love that. Keep and, going, yeah. keep going. And, you know, he just, like, really blows through high school, college. Mm-hmm. This is years of his life. Yeah. With David Cohn's abilities, which were pretty good. He pitched for a long time. <laughs> he pitched for a long time. It's the longevity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not like... And you're out there, you're trying to get your powers back. I need them back. Mm-hmm. I'm selling shoes. Yeah. Looking for this guy, hoping one day he needs to buy new cleats. Mm-hmm. And any time in your life when you have to throw something, you can't do it. I can't. It's basically it won't the, leave your hand. It's the it's basically the opposite of Rookie of the Year, mm-hmm. starring me as David Cohn. Mm-hmm. Who's buying David Cohn type? I'm a David Cohn. That's my second album. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes, that's a nice theme you can do. And good for you, the confidence. That's my second album. Yeah, I, it might happen. I might not quit comedy. I love seeing I, that. I like and that confidence, too, that you might not quit comedy. <laughs> yes. Sean, look at you. I'm very inspired by you. Oh, Can really? you call Thank him you something so else? Yeah, I agree. It is very confusing. It's really, it's yeah. really fucking weird. Please right. call me David. Oh, is that? Yeah, just call him David. And then you can still be Sean. What do you think of that? You're Sean, and I'm David Cohn. Or, but then do you want a new name since we're getting new names? Oh, I wouldn't mind being Engineer Cody. I could go with that. But who is going to be Engineer? Like, what's Engineer Cody's name going to be? Sean. No, that doesn't quite suit him, does it? No. Mm. How about I'll take Sean. Mm -hmm. And Engineer Cody can be... Mm, Shitbird or... uh, Ooh, I like that. Yeah, Shitbird is good. Shitbird? Shitbird. Do you like your new name, Shitbird? What? kind of rude. To who? To me. To it's your birds? name. To who? You don't, what, you don't like birds? Guy doesn't like birds. Can you believe this, Engineer Cody? This guy doesn't like birds. I, I can't like believe it. it. Thank you. And, and and Sean, tell him about the bird that you own, because this is an important story. He had a very yes. majestic bird that was very important to his family, and you're insulting him yes, now. Yes, I keep tropical birds. Uh, and I say keep because I don't own them. Uh, I because you, you can't own something you can't with, own a, a with a personality and a life of its own. That's slavery. Mm-hmm. This bird, uh, his name is Bryce Dallas Howard, and I taught it to to speak, you know, and to answer calls and things like that. It's a smart bird. It did a great deal more than you, shitbird. David Cohn, have you had any experience with any sort of majestic birds? I've never had any experiences with majestic birds, but I mean, like, I like birds. Mm. I, uh, my favorite bird is a parrot. That seems like a healthy atti- mm, attitude that's a, towards that's birds. That's a whole, yeah. there's a, <laughs> at least reasonable. Parrot you know, is not a single bird, you know. 
Wait, what? It's like a type of yeah, It's a bird. type of bird. Yeah. It's a type of bird. It's my but favorite type of lots. bird. Which parrot? Yes, which one? Very specifically, Coco Beware's parrot. Mm. Okay, yes, now we're getting to more. Yeah. Speak on that. Speak on that. Speak on that. Well, Coco Beware was a famous professional wrestler in the late 80s, and he had a parrot. And you liked him. I loved that parrot. It was one of my favorite parrots ever. Number two is, of course, uh, Polly. Mm, yes. yes. Love Polly. Oof, yes. Boy, does that motherfucker <laughs> want crackers. Yeah. But rest in peace, Polly. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Jay Moore. Did Jay Moore die? Is he dead now? Uh, we can't really. Oh, break the news. Break no, it. No, 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 no. Because there's still a lot of episodes of his syndicated radio show that need to they air to out. out. They I, need to run out, and they don't want people thinking about that. And they don't. people don't want to know how it ends. Oh. It happens on the Oh, it happens on air. On okay, I get it. Him and Bobcat Goldwaith. Mm-hmm. Waith. Mm-hmm. Thwait. That's a hard <laughs> word to say. Isn't it, shitbird? <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, that was really good. Ooh, bravo! Yeah. You learned a word. <laughs> you were, a, yeah, a you're more like bird. a parrot than I thought. Yeah, what a smart bird! <laughs> Jesus Christ! If you think you're getting points for that, you got another thing coming. Sean, do we have any popcorn gallery questions? We don't have any popcorn gallery questions, but we do have a new song that I can play. Okay, I haven't heard this Shit yet. Shitbirds, give me the cable. There were quite. Were they just not good? There were? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Well, let's play the new song. Yeah, let's get into your forum questions. Mm-hmm. This is a new, and you can, uh, this is an introduction to a segment, and the the song explains sort of what the segment is. Okay, perfect. Popcorn. Earwolf on them. Yum, popcorn. Earwolf on them. Till Peanuts walk into a bar, bartender says, Oi. Get out of here. Popcorn chicken. What up, what up? A popcorn shrimp. Pints. A popcorn roll. Exactly. A with a popcorn limb. Got more celery, popcorn, gallery. Reach down, feel around, grab a grip of butter. Reach down, feel around, grab a grip of Mmm, yum, popcorn. We're gonna need hopefully a big everyone's exactly. happy and healthy out there. Exactly. And, and, mm-hmm. Because we're, it's the United States of whatever. So that should, you know, explain sort of what you've this got is. a pretty good sense, and I think that's probably the clearest explanation we've yes. been able to provide. <clears throat> Let's reach into the pop. Do we have any questions? Yes, I have a good one right here. Do, okay. But do you want to read it? Well, you should get it out of That's the bag. That's tradition. Get it out of the bag, and I'll, okay. and I'll read it. Ooh, it's the new CD, James Dean type. What a great prize to find in the bottom of my popcorn bag. Most people have to purchase it, and it's worth it, but I found mine in a popcorn bag. Here's a question from Michael Bay of Pigs. Hello, Sean O'Connor. If you're Sarah O'Connor's dad from Terminator, couldn't Skynet just go back in time and kill you before you banged her mom, or would that be a paradox? Could you explain what a paradox is? Oh, wow, that's a very good question. Uh, Well, I've never seen The Terminator. Mm-hmm. And too close to home. It's too close to home. Mm-hmm. But I, I believe a paradox, and I could be completely wrong, mm-hmm. is it's a box full of parrots. 
Am I wrong? No, we'd have to ask Shitbird. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Yeah. What is it then? If you're such a smart bird. <laughs> you want me to like look it up? No, I want you to. Oh, so you, he, if you knew it was wrong, then you must know what the right thing is. Shipper didn't even know what it was. Shipper, apologize to David Cohn for smarting off like this. That's absurd. I am waiting. No, it's a bird. <laughs> it's as bird. Now, there are a couple more questions on here. I don't think they're all that good. Let's do them anyway. Short notice, short notice, short notice. It's true. It's true. They didn't have a lot of time. I mean, I Let's see do one, one and, and sort of pick it apart. Engineer Cody, let me, let me, why don't you reach into the popcorn bag? All right. Shitbird! <laughs> Please. Shit that was a, actually a very good sound effect. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If we could just hold off one second. I think we might have discovered something here. Can you do that the, the popcorn sound effect again that you just did? Yeah. Oh, that's really It's really good. quite something. It really sounds just like popcorn. <laughs> okay, we got it. Yum, yum, buttery movie treat. <laughs> uh, Mark really phoned that one in. Question from Octor Doctopus. Sean O'Connor, you used to be a writer for The Ben Show with Ben Hoffman. Did you ever see him take off his baseball cap around the office locker room? Please describe the birthmark underneath if you saw it. My thing with that question is love Ben Hoffman. Love him to yeah. death. I don't know if our audience is 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 the right market for jokes about Ben Hoffman. Mm, yeah, you know, you I, have to know. You have to have a pretty deep knowledge of Ben Hoffman. Yeah, you have to know who Ben Hoffman is. Yeah, you have yes, to know. That's he sort of what we're saying. Always yes. wears a hat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to have seen him without his hat, which I haven't. I've yes. known him for two years. Mm. Sure. And you have to know he has a birthmark. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't want to answer that. I don't know any of those things. Not, I don't even know Ben Hoffman. There, n- no. no reasonable person reasonable person should expect you to, to answer a question. Like he never takes his hat off. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe. But, I, you know, I don't know that. Mm-hmm. And so how can I expect my audience to know that? And what? And how did this guy, what's he even talking about? Uh, Octor Doctopus? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even know how to say his own name right. Uh, I don't know. These people seem like nerds. And chance and ask who your celebrity man crush is. Don't even get me started on why I'm not going to get into that question. Wait, Chanson. Wait, really? Who is your celebrity man crush? Well, he asked who yours was. Oh, I mean, that's very obvious. Yeah. James Gandolfini. It's, it's the it's yes, it's Gandalf, baby. <laughs> you know they it's named like that wizard small... in the Ring movie after him. Mm-hmm. He's like a small Gandalf. Mm-hmm. David Cohn, thank you so much. Oh, it was great for coming on the show. I had fun. I hope you guys had fun. We're pulling for you. We're pulling for you. Thank you. Yeah, Bye, really James Dean type on Just iTunes. Get out. Figure there out what it. it is that he types. An email? <laughs> An email or a, full, a tweet? A whole big book. A funny tweet? 
like knows? in olden times. Because he's sort of an older, you know, star. I've, I've never even listened to it. But buy it. It goes straight to my bank account. Are you scared? I can't, I can't watch myself. I don't like my voice. It's so hard because you hear it and you're like, why does everyone like this? I like, believe it or not, Engineer Cody's voice. Mm. In fact, as you've been talking, I'm like, I love that voice. Mm. Oh, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. What do you me. love about it? I don't know. I just like the tone. Everything he says sounds so sincere. Oh, is it buttery? or I, I, mean, I mean, I don't know. I, and I can't listen to myself. But everybody has this. Silky. Mm, okay. Mm. Well, that's very nice. And, uh, you know, if you agree, just go ahead, write it on iTunes or uh, put it on our Facebook page if you think my voice is buttery. And with or... me, it must be more of a looks. Yeah. Well, Sean, you're handsome. You're striking. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, I adore you. You are now my new celebrity man crush because James Gandolfini, rest in peace. Yes. Jay Moore, rest in peace. Well, David Cohn, we like your voice. We think it's part of what makes you funny. And you're a funny man. And thanks for coming on the show. And we're going to be, you know, on the forums reading and lurking and commenting back at you. Mm -hmm. And you can Mm -hmm. talk to us Mm -hmm. there. And Mm -hmm. you can get on Facebook and iTunes. And where else can they talk to us? Hayes, did anyone buy the pro version? I don't know if anyone did. Okay, well, uh, let me think. Uh, I feel like somebody must have bought it, right? Uh, What's the pro version? Uh, well, um, there's a pro version available. It's like sort of a premium version of the show. Of this and, podcast uh, with like more tips and uh, like special... Like, yeah, special prizes. The newsletter, the you get the and, newsletter and... Um, Mm, Hayes sends you when he finishes a pack of gum he sends you a couple of the rappers and he sort of origamied them into something wild usually a reference to the show like sort of an end joke about the yes show. an inside oh. joke so it's like they if like you it. didn't yes they like it or if they're posers they don't get anything out of it did Game of Scones I was buy it? about to ask that okay. same question did Game of Scones ever buy the pro version um, I guess not what did he get uh, Game of Scones brought the pro version, and so what uh, he's going to get is from Sean O'Connor is a description of one more joke. I will even send him a CD. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's kind of better than we've given anybody else. <laughs> okay, and, yeah, and Game, okay. of, Game of Scones is kind of a deep cut, I feel like. Uh, but uh, okay, yeah, well, uh, let's oh, send yeah. it. Let's do it. Uh, Game of Scones, get on Facebook, I guess. Message us how to get a CD to you. Or, Hayes, am I doing this right? What's it? What, d- I'm d- sorry, uh, Sean, am I doing this right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I do want to hear one more joke. Oh, okay. Well, you know. Have you ever been to a haunted house? <laughs> yes, points. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> this has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Ackerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com. <laughs> The Wolf Dead. That was a HeadGum Podcast.